the black nerds, blurs or rush, I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These words and blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Big T. Hi, Martin. Why was there such a delay there, Big T, man? You're just fucking up the base already. Uh, <laughs> I was on mute. Sorry, I was on mute. Terrible, terrible. All right, guys, welcome to episode 193 <laughs> of Blurs R Us. Um, we had so much to talk about in episode 192 that um, instead of going on for another hour or two, I decided we should just take a break and do a, a quick little midweek recording. Uh, and that's what you have here let me just turn on my volume a little bit um yeah so not really much has happened um on my other side of things anyone done anything interesting the last couple of days um nah not even I, if anything i'll save it for the next recording all right carp t anything last two days um no not really just family stuff you know i've been off the last couple of days went hyde park with the little one so, yeah, it's been a nice. Sun's been out. So, Must be ram, you know. And you know what? Yeah, it, it was actually it was packed because I swear it was the first day of like they're easing up lockdown as well. So you're allowed mm-hmm. to like meet people outside, and sun was out. So yeah, you know what the British people are like. like yep. They see a little bit of sun, and it's like it's barbecue weather. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I, saw, I saw some pictures of Hyde Park and a couple of other different places, and yeah, it was rammed. Me, I stayed in my house. Uh, I went for a little walk and that was it. That was my enjoyment of the sunshine. Um, nice. But I'm a little bit annoyed today. Today I'm just having a mess. I can't find my car keys. Like, it's lost. And do you know what's dumb, yeah? It got lost in like 50 yards. So from my front door to where Dell parked her car this morning is where is like the space between my, lap- my, my keys disappearing. And then my laptop today was bugging out and it wouldn't connect the mixer. Um, yeah, it's just a shit day, but I'm like, this doesn't feel like you know, one of the ones where you like you've lost your keys, but you know, that's like in your room somewhere, like you just misplaced them. Mm-hmm. I don't mm. have that feeling, I actually feel like it's lost, lost. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, even though I was half asleep in the this morning, I'm pretty sure I took the keys out of the house, and it's only when I got to Dell's and I was gonna because I was gonna walk back from her house back to mine is when I realized I didn't have my keys in it. So, I am praying they turn up, but. Yeah, and it's just my jail. Like I've got um, like um, lost key cover on my insurance share, but to go through my insurance share, it counts as a no claim. Um, it counts as a claim, and that affects my no that's, claims bonus. And then also, mad. I have to pay like three hundred fifty pounds to do it. So I'm just I just, yeah, I, I just need to find a private person to come and unlock my car, and and then I'll just go from there, man. Like. This whole this whole experience is just making you just feel like, oh, I just want to go buy a new car. Like, literally, I can't, <laughs> I can't but I'm just like, I just want to go buy a new car. This is a sign telling me that you need to just get a new car. Mm. 
but I'll still need to get rid of this one. So it's still just stress either way. So mm. yeah, it's long, man. Um, but yeah, you know we're gonna go pretty much straight into it. I don't have any, I don't have my notes up. Um, but we are gonna be reviewing uh three films um and a TV show that dropped on Netflix. Um, so basically. Uh, I've heard people rave about this film for like the longest time and um, it's, it's been on my to watch list um, I just haven't had a reason to like get round to it um, and then on Sunday's episode T was going to actually talk about um, Peninsula and I was like okay don't talk about that just yet because I actually want to see Train to Busan and I know that's the sequel um, so uh, Train to Busan is a Korean film uh, set in 2016. Busan. Yeah? Busan. <laughs> Busan. What did I say? Busan. Oh, any, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> Train to Busan uh, is a 2016 South Korean action horror film directed by Yuan Sang Ho and starring Gong Yu, Jung Yu Mi, and Ma Dong Siok. Uh, the film mostly takes place on a train to Busan as a zombie accomplice suddenly breaks out in the country and threatens the safety of the passengers. Um, now, first of all, fuck fast zombies. Fast zombies are the bane of any uh, horror existence because there's oh, yeah, pretty, 100%. Much, pretty much nothing you can do. Like, if you've got fast zombies, yeah, you, you just, you just kind of have to just give up on life because, like, it's all right. <laughs> um so just a quick little overview uh, other than that a chemical leak at a biotech plant causes the start of a zombie apocalypse um a dad who is a fund manager and his daughter um are on a train to go visit their mum because obviously they're separated it's a little girl's birthday and that's the wish that she wants she wants to see her mum and as their journey goes on uh the world starts to turn to shit and zombies start attacking them um I quite enjoyed this. Um, I think because I kind of knew some of the bits that was coming, um, maybe it didn't catch me by surprise as it, it could have been. Uh, I'm gonna give this a solid three piece. Um, I'm gonna pass. It, I'm gonna pass to Martin. Martin, what's some of your views and what's your rating? All right. So um, I gave it a whole chicken. Nice. Um, nice. I think the setup. Uh, for the, like the way they set it up, it showed you know everything being normal, um, literally nothing out of the ordinary, the very mundane life of the dad, and then all of a sudden you start to see shit hit the fan, and um, yeah, I thought it was really well done. I thought that each character they came across, each person they came across, had sort of like a different side to the story, and it just added. It just it just added to the whole uh, um, zombie apocalypse and sort of you know knowing who to trust, no 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 not who to trust. Try to you know, sort of look out for yourself, and then all of a sudden realizing that you need to work together with people in order to stay alive. That kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Nice, right, T. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything that Martin just said. Um, I would also give it a whole chicken. Mm. Um, yeah man I think it was one of the best zombie movies that has been released in a long time um, mm. it I like I like stories like um, that have a very kind of specific 
story, a very specific kind of like take on something that we know before. Like obviously it taking place on a train was quite a unique location for mm. a type of zombie apocalypse movie. And the fact that the majority of it was on the train, I think they used that location very well to mm-hmm. like the, the full extent that they could. Yeah. Um, I think that it got emotional at times, like you cared about the human characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, some of them even had like a very compelling um, like character arcs and went through changes and development and um, yeah, I mean, just in general, uh, it's, it's a really good time. It's well-paced. Yeah. It just keeps going and going. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll get more into it, but I'll give it a whole chicken. Nice, nice. So uh, like for me, it's like some of my little like nitpicks were the fact like, so initially we were shown that the zombies, like the people that got bitten and stuff got changed to zombies quite quickly. But as the movie went on, like people just started to delay the effects and I wouldn't even necessarily say it was just because of like their willpower, their strength. I just felt like it was like just convenient to the plot. Um, so mm. I wasn't exactly the biggest fan of that. Um, also, again, like I just mentioned earlier, I hate fast moving zombies because there's <laughs> literally this, this very limited amount of things that you can do, especially like they transform quickly and then they move quickly as well. Like, so they're transforming again on you just like really swift, like, and there was so like, you know, it could go from one person being affected to a thousand being affected in just literally moments. Um, that's not really more of it, but that's just more of a me. Just like that is actually a nightmare. Like when what back back in the day, yeah, you only had those slow ass zombies, and you're just thinking, why are these scary? Like I could outrun you. I could just like yeah. take my time, get a baseball bat, and swing for your head. Like other than like they're having like a, a lot of strength, but you know you could outwit them. You know, there was things that you could do that like wouldn't make them seem so scary. Do you know what I mean? But as like we've developed in time and now we've got these, these far zombies and like, I think in, um, zombie land, they had like the intelligent zombies that like, you know, could still like use doors and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Z as well with those zombies. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, fast zombies, man. They just oh, they just, are are there fast zombies in The Walking Dead? I've never actually watched that, so I don't. Nah, they're not. They're just no, they're, they're, not, they're, slow they're very slow. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that's that's you could. I think. Go on. I think I think I think fast zombies like adds a new level of danger because obviously slow zombies, like you said, like it you, it has to be very um, contrived situation where one can catch up to you. Like yeah. a lot of times on The Walking Dead. Someone will be standing there and then all of a sudden they'll just get jumped from off screen by a zombie. And it's like, just because it's off screen doesn't mean the character shouldn't be able to see it. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. So it, it, with fast zombies, like you, you got to duck out to get away from these things. You know what I mean? And I think, I mean, to an extent, I, I'm, I'm in two minds about it. I like fast zombies mm. because it adds like a level of like, I don't know how to explain it, like like feralness, like rabid kind of mm. like wild. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I think it, I think this was invented or pioneered by um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm-hmm. I think they invented the fast zombie, and it was slightly different because they weren't really zombies. They they were infected by rage, yeah. which is why they were like that. Um, and then like the zombie 
movies just kind of picked it up. And um, I think when Zack Snyder made his Dawn of the Dead remake, he made them fast zombies. And, and since then, I think a lot of um, zombie properties kind of have, have just followed suit. Yeah. Um, but I also get the other side of it where it's like zombies are meant to be like brain dead kind of like they're rotting bodies. Do you know what I mean? They shouldn't be able mm-hmm. to run like that. Like yeah. they should just be slow moving. And the point of it is, is that like one zombie on its own, sh- like shouldn't really be an issue, but it's the numbers yeah. when they build up numbers and a herd yeah. of them come on you. That's when, uh, and like that kind of adds to the tension as well, where it's like you get a slow build up. Like you can have a scene with one zombie and, do you know what I mean? And kind of, it's a bit tricky, but you can get away with it. And then as the infection spreads and more and more of them come, that's when the real danger comes. But yes. then the same thing could be said with fast zombies. Like you can have one fast zombie and it could be an issue, but you could, you could kind of deal with it. But then as the, as the, um, the infection spreads yeah. and then like you've got, hundred fast zombies coming for you to me that's worse like obviously to everyone that's worse but I, I think like it's more um exciting to watch as well than like a herd of slow zombies coming for you like mm-hmm. having these things just pinging after you man it's, it's nuts yeah um i just want to say like uh uh choi wushik um again i apologize for pronouncing his name wrong he um was like the main lead in parasite mm-hmm Okay. Um, it, it was it was it was cool seeing him again because I was like, I know I know this guy from somewhere. Like his face looks really familiar, and obviously when I went back and had a look, it was like, oh, um, he was the guy in Paris. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, this movie made a ton of money in South Korea, man. Like it grossed eighty point five million dollars in South Korea, two point one million in the United States and Canada, and fifteen point eight million um worldwide, um like overseas. So not, almost a hundred million for like. A movie that only had a very small budget. Um, it had a budget of eight point five million, and it basically made in a box office oh, wow. like eight point five. Like I think another thing that I really liked as well was um, the the way that like the zombies were real people. Like it was all um, what you call it practical effects. Yeah. Of, of, uh, from what I could tell, anyway, for the most part, like it was just makeup and people just running and shit and just like contortionist doing some crazy fucked up things with their body. Yeah. I thought I thought there were contortionists, like dancers there, because some, some, some of the way um, the zombies got up was just like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was break dance to get up and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, rah, I yeah. am not with that. Um, Even the, on, the transformation on. phase, like once they get bit and like that, that final phase of them transforming, mm. like you see their body just like, I don't know what like, like um, having a fit or just spasming and twisting and contorting, yeah. like you said, like, and then the it, eyes glazing over, becoming grey. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it was really, it 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 was very like a, it was a very physical transformation. Like you kind mm. of, and it was um, it was quite horrific to see as well. And yeah, I thought that was done very well. That's one of the things that that made this movie um, really good. So, mm. like. Um, I I called him fat, even though he wasn't he wasn't fat when he took off his clothes. But initially, they made him out to be like kind of like a podgy guy. Yeah, like his yeah. his character was my favorite. Oh, he's too wedge. And 
Yeah, exactly. Like, what I was, is- I was like, why was this guy like initially made to look like some pudgy DJ? He was hanged, <laughs> man. Like, I was freaking, freaking out. Like, what the the dad, the guy with the pregnant wife? Yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was sick. He well, was, he's, me- oh, he's meant to be a dad, isn't it? They try to make him have a dad bod. Like yeah, this. he's 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 my favorite <laughs> character, and like his his death yeah. impacted me in it. But again, mm. the reason why a combination why I couldn't give this a whole chicken is that I didn't care for the the dad of the daughter sacrifice at the end because I kind of saw it coming. I kind of knew it was coming as well. Yeah. And he's just been a bit of a prick at the beginning, like not necessarily being a prick, but he's like he was only out for himself in it. And even at the end, yeah, yeah, you, that's... you could say that oh, he did it for his daughter, but no, he didn't. He kind of still did it for himself because it's his daughter. Going to you about nah, to say something. I, 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 I think he had one of the best um, character arcs in the film. Um, he wasn't my favorite character. Mine was again the same guy, the dad. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he, out of all the characters, he had the best character arc because at the beginning, he was very selfish. He only cared about himself. He barely spoke to his daughter. He was on the phone all the time, just worrying about shit, worrying about shit. Mm. He even said to his his daughter, like, "You just have to care about yourself." Like in this type of situation, yeah. don't try and help other people because you'll fuck yourself over, basically. Yeah. But then, by the end of the film, like. I don't think he was just looking out for his daughter. Like he was looking out for quite a few people. Do you know what I mean? Like he were he was um, he was like working with the dad. Do you know what I mean? He was mm. like helping out, like trying to help other people and stuff. Like he 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 developed like this kind of caring kind of thing of trying to help other people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, even by the end of the film. Not by the end, kind of just like before the ending, um, when they're, they're still on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, you have that other guy who's like, I don't know if he owns like the trains or whatever. He, he seemed to, oh, the CEO, do you know guy. what I'm talking about? The, the CEO, yeah, guy. I hate him. He, he, I hated him as well, but I feel like the main guy, the main character, the dad mm-hmm. with his daughter, by the time he started to change, he saw himself in that guy. Because that guy was making moves that he would have made earlier on in the film. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. was very selfish looking out for himself. Wouldn't open the door to let people in. Do you know what I mean? That's like something I feel like... He would have done. Um, he would have done. If not, I think he even may have done something similar to that at one point. Um, but... Or, or he contemplated doing something like that. Mm. So in towards the end, when he gets him and it's like punching him up, He's basically like punching up the old version of himself. Do you know what I mean? Like he sees the error of his old ways and it disgusts him. Do you know what I mean? Which is why he, he goes so nuts on this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a compelling um, character up for him. And by the end, when he, when he made his sacrifice, like I... I, I get what you're saying. It was for his daughter, but then at the same time, it it was it was for everyone because this train was on the way to where they believe survivors to be. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So if he turns up, it, it could cause a madness. It could cause another spread. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. rather than bringing the virus there, he just jumped off. And the way it was the way it was shot as well. Like you didn't see him do it. You saw the shadow. Of the of yeah. the train along the tracks, and then you just see his body fall out. I thought it was very well, um, well executed. Yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, I hate that CEO guy as well, man. He was actually an annoying character. Um, there was just a couple of uh, a couple of little like nitpicks here. You see that scene where they were like 
crawling o- over the train um, where the like um, baggage hold is. There's no way that I was holding up that <laughs> weight. Never. Yeah, no, I thought that. Like, as well. I, I was watching. I was like, nah, there's no. Way. And then again, like, I find it funny because obviously, like, I'm trained to be a train driver, innit? Like, uh, some of the things that happen, I was just like, mm, that most more than likely wouldn't happen. There's so many different safety features on the tr- on, on trains and on the network here to like not allow certain things to happen in it and um it just made me laugh and made me chuckle because i was just like yeah that probably wouldn't happen like that um also like, how's the pregnant woman crawling along her belly like that boy oh that i don't know yeah do you know what i mean and she was heavily i felt like she was like quite heavily pregnant like at least six months plus yeah mm-hmm. exactly and then and then when when they're running for the train, I was like, how's this pregnant woman just blowing like that? Just pinging, running faster than these zombies. Like, yeah. yeah a couple of times, there was nah, like a pregnant nah, she, woman. She was using that pregnant woman's strength. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah nah, strength out of nowhere. Some of that mother power. But then, again, another thing that would like piss me off here, not even piss me off, that was really dumb here. Those two elderly women, yeah, one did not look that old. Yes, yeah, so I don't know whether they're hey, listen, older, listen, but Asian, Asian, Asians don't crack that's what I'm well, saying <laughs> clearly not but they didn't look that old yeah and then the one that opened up the door at the hour 20 mark yeah what what was she what was she doing like what kind of oh, she was on some crack man <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I, that was interesting because I think the reason why she you could tell that she wasn't all there because her sister had turned uh, into a zombie. But she thought her so sister was dead originally anyway. Huh? She thought when they split up, when she split up from her sister or, um, earlier on, she thought her sister was already dead anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she should have been re- like, and again, I guess like the relief of seeing her, but then obviously you've made the decision to like kill her yourself. That shouldn't be a reason why to like kill everyone in that carriage. And also what was dumb here, I didn't like like, they box themselves in. So if you were so scared of the people that um, you've put pushed to the next carriage, yeah, you've boxed yourself in because then there's zombies on one side of you and potential zombies on the other. Like, it was a very dumb move and it, it's not a move that I would have made anyway. Mm. Oh. Sorry, go on, mine. No, you keep breaking up, so it's hard for me to pick up what you're saying. <laughs> Oh my bad. Oh yeah, I thought that was just me. Yeah, no, I couldn't really hear what you're saying. Um, I was, I was just saying how about how they when they were boxed in, that was a very dumb yeah. move, and they shouldn't have done that. Which one when they was boxed in? So when they finally managed to like save um the pregnant woman, the daughter, and they were trying to make it to carriage thirteen. Yeah. And then when they got there, they were like, "Oh, the CEO guy was like, oh, how do we know that they haven't been bitten? How do we know they're not gonna turn to zombies?" When they finally yeah. broke through after the uh, big dude sacrificed himself, they pushed them into the next carriage. And I was like, mm, well, now you've blocked your exit if, in case anything happens. Because if, you f- if you're that fearful that <clears throat> them guys there are going to turn to zombies, you've now boxed yourself in, in between two carriages of zombies. Yeah, true. And, you don't, and, you, and obviously, yes, the woman was dumb and she opened the door, but you didn't know for certain how much um, that carriage would have, would have held. Mm. at least at least they made like an effort to like they made some whole like elaborate like rope and pulley system to just <laughs> yeah to hold sure that, that door, door down in the beginning yeah when they first realized when when the when the when the dad like with the pregnant wife when he was holding the door closed and the, the other dad was just like let go 
they 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 don't know how to open doors. <laughs> I would not. Be, I would yeah, not be I would not trust with that. that. I would, I would not, not be comfortable them. with that because it weren't even. It didn't even have a handle. It was just a straight up sliding door. Mm. Like they could accident. They could accidentally open that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's pure of them in there. Ah, uh, I, I was not happy with that. Well, I wouldn't have been comfortable. I'd have been sitting there like guys. Like I know they can't open doors. Yeah. But like, come on, like <laughs> you've seen videos where dogs open doors and kind of like they'll figure that shit out, man. Come mm. on, let's look, let's do something. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. But honestly, I did. I, I think it was. I think it was decent. Um, now to answer a few of your points, right? So, um, when the so that the old um, siblings, right? The old mm. siblings, the two women, right? When one of them sort of was saved in inverted commas saved by by the other guys mm-hmm. and one was left there sitting down on the floor um i could i thought that she felt some type of way that oh crap okay cool her sister's been saved but what about her whatever but also she managed to get saved as well um and get back on the train or, or be in a different part of the carriage right yeah i think the whole reason for her opening the door was because it's also as if she let her sister die oh sorry it was as if um Remember, remember that monologue she had with us where she was um she was like why are you saying that oh you are you, you were always so kind blah blah yeah. for what why did you do that blah blah um even saving me and blah blah like why did you do that we always so kind you always think of yourself blah blah and then i think when she was saying thank you and stuff like that, it was almost like she was fighting within herself and when she opened the door she was saying listen i love my sister i want to be with my sister screw you guys who decide to try and kill these people that were trying to come through or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that was like a, a cause and effect um, type of situation where the, um, that selfish CEO or whoever he was, mm-hmm. um, was trying to keep himself alive. And I sort of bit him in the ass when, you know, one person in the group said, you know, screw you, you, you're the cause of this, you're the cause of my sister dying or whatever. So, I think that's why she opened it, sort of like giving this, giving and them the middle finger. Um, yeah. With the, um, it was. I mean, what I also found interesting actually was, you know, the, the just how fear makes people react. So, mm. when it was the case that they, um, that they 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 tied up and blocked the door. And then the other group managed to get through. So this is the dad, the pregnant woman, the the um, the daughter, old lady. When they managed to get through and everything like that, just the fact that everyone around them said, "No, oh, go away, go away. You're infected. Go away." Blah blah. Yeah. I was thinking, raw. Like, first of all, you 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 lock these people out. They have to get through to obviously for themselves to survive, right? So obviously they did what they did. And then instead of <laughs> moving up the carriage, you decide to stay right where you are hmm. between, you know, zombies and whatever else. I mean, it was all yeah. just very, very interesting. And and, and when they died, I was like, well, it's kind of your fault for dying, really. And the I dumb mean, thing is, yeah, they should have reinforced the door where the zombies were first. Like, what? Like, the logic the logic just wasn't there for me. I, I, it, hmm. just, it just uh, made me laugh and chuckle at it. Um, also, yeah, yeah, the CEO guy's a dickhead as well. When he, like dash the conductor out to save himself he was like oh yeah the coast is oh. clear i was like this guy man, what oh him guy? Yeah, yeah yeah this guy this guy that that was the final he's a, you know, he's a trilogy 
in a trilogy of dick moves, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah f- the first one was him dashing out his mate and um, when they were in the toilet or whatever, and he, he was like, is the, is the coast clear? And he was like, yeah, yeah, you go first. I'd have been like, nah, you, nah, you like, first. I know you, I know you. Yeah. You first, you prick. But no, the guy went out for and he just dashed him into the zombies and ran. Then, yeah, um, he, when he catches up to the cheerleader girl and, and the baseball guy, and um, what happens to the baseball guy? I think the baseball guy gets, gets bit, does he? No. What happens? I just remember he then dashes the girl, do you know what I mean? At yeah. the zombies. Oh, like, what yeah. What a move. Like, he dashed this little cheerleader girl. You're such a pussy, yo. After she and left the, as well, like, she left to be with her, uh, the guy that she liked, didn't it? That's what I'm saying. And that's what I like about this film, yeah. This film didn't care about, like, who your favorite character is or who you want to survive. It it, it killed ruthlessly. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you built up all these kind of um, feelings for these characters and then just to watch them die. Do you know what I mean? And a good horror movie and especially a good like zombie apocalypse movie kills people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it, 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 it there's, there's no happy ending in a zombie apocalypse. Like we're already in the 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 sad ending, do you know what I mean? There's no happy ending from the zombie apocalypse. Um, yeah, and and the last dick move this guy did was when the was the train driver who who was a boss. Yeah, this guy was a hero. <laughs> he ran across the tracks, got the train. Do you know what I mean? Put mm. it on the thing, came out, saw this dickhead running up to him like, "Help me, help!" So he jumped off the train. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking there. I don't know. I don't know what he was <laughs> thinking. Yeah, like because like a train's not. Slow in it, and he honestly <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna leave a moving train, save the guy, and get back on the train. I was like, these people must think they're flash or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not happening. And then of course, when he gets to him, the guy gra- like grabs him pretty much straight away and dashes him at the zombie. Mm. I was like, you're a prick. You are a top top prick. No. Like, there's people that you want to survive, and then there's people that you want to die. And he was like, "You, you need to die. Oh, like, yeah. If you're not a zombie by the end of this movie, then, like, then there truly is no justice." You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but this, I think, this movie did well to sort of fill fill you with a sense of dread as well, because not only are these zombies fast, but actually, the um, I think his name was Kim. The um, the father of the, I think she was like six or eight, sorry, eight year old daughter. Um, yeah. When he discovered that the zombies didn't react to what they couldn't see. Yeah. And so I, th- I thought that was very, very well used, right? Um, yeah. Because for me, I was thinking at any moment in time, if any of these covers come off, you guys are finished, right? First mm-hmm. and foremost. Um, also, when they're in carriage 13, and literally in my notes, I put down. Talk about being caught between a rock and a hard place because you look to your left, zombies. You look to your right, zombies. Yeah. And then one of them decided to turn around and obviously the, and alerted the others. And I was just like, shit, what are you going to do? Obviously, they managed to hide in the toilet or anything like that. Yeah. But that's the kind of movie that sort of fills with dread because you know that as soon as you're spotted, you're going to have a thousand zombies on you straight away. Um, and with me as well, when I look at zombie movies, I like to see how exactly it is. I mean, with uh, this movie, they didn't show any of that, but I always like to see, like, the weaknesses of the zombies, whether, you know, also they reanimate corpses, so is it a case that over a period of time, they just, they start to decompose and they end up 
they end up dying or what. Um, that's something I would I would love to have explored. But mm. for the most part, um, in this movie, in fact, in all three movies, is the case that these zombies just never seem to uh, decay too much. So, mm. yeah, it, I mean, it was nuts. Um, one thing that stood out to me as well was, I think it was in a train train yard. Um, it was either train yard or another location where they either busted out of a window um, or, or busted out of a pane of glass or what, but you could see the zombies piling on top of each other. Yeah. Like as, as, as the front group fell down, the other group started climbing up, up top of them and then fell down, and there was like a massive tidal wave of zombies. I was thinking, that's the crap that I would hate to see in real life because these that, that, that means that these zombies just don't stop at anything. Like, like they'll just keep moving forward regardless um because one of them gets crushed or not they'll just keep moving forward um so yeah i feel i it just it still full of that sense of dread that like there's nothing that's gonna stop these guys from uh from trying to trying to eat you or infect you um yeah i think all of those done very very well um also actually there's actually there's a little bit of story as well there because um throughout the movie obviously we're trying to figure out how it is that a disease started or whatever and Kim's company was the company that leaked the infection. So there was a guy on the phone he kept talking to to um, see whether Busan was safe to go to or wherever else was safe to go to. Um, if he had any connections to help him and his daughter out. So I think midway through the movie, um, when he finally phoned that, when he finally phoned his um, employee, and the employee said. Um, Oh, if it turns out that the that this thing came out of us, we were also experimenting and blah blah. I just happened to get out. I was thinking there's actually a hidden story behind all of this, um, which I thought was pretty interesting because instead of us looking at sort of like the survival of the characters in front of us, there was an underlying story to it, um, which I think worked well as well. Do you know what I mean? Just trying to piece together everything. Um, so yeah, that that was that was really really good. Um, from the from the film director, yeah, I, I I like the um scene where they thought they were safe when they got to that first station, and the army guy was like, "Oh yeah, um, I'll make sure my men know that you know you should be taken like to a different lo- location, so you don't have to be um quarantined." And then just mm. shit went to shit hit the fan. Um, you know what? Yeah, a, a, a guy that's like underrated. Yeah, was the homeless guy. Like, bro, he all these was on job as well. That, listen to the homeless guy. <laughs> For real, listen to the homeless guy. I don't know what it is about the homeless people in, in these movies, but they know some shit. <laughs> like, they know some shit. I'm telling you, if there was one here, I'll find the nearest homeless guy and be like, okay, cool, what's what's, what's going on? What have you been seeing? Right, no uh, word of a lie. Is there, is there anything else anyone wants to say on this one uh, before we move on? Mm, yeah, the last, the last bit of the movie was actually quite touching when um, the pregnant woman and the daughter don't... Um, were walking through the tunnel. Yeah. And you have these and you have these army guys who are giving orders to shoot them because they hadn't at that time they hadn't they couldn't differentiate whether they were zombies coming out of the tunnel or whether they were actual people. Yeah. And then to hear her singing the song that right at the beginning of the movie was a song that she messed up because um I think because her dad wasn't there or she was Yeah, because she, um, she learned it for him. She had stage fright. Yeah, so listen to her sing that song belted out and that song helped them survive. 
um, towards the end, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was my that was my. Uh, well, I, 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 I didn't really understand why they didn't know that they were human because obviously, I know it was still like only been a couple of hours since the outbreak by that time the military should have got, been given like a briefing of what to expect in it and the fact that they were so like walking slowly towards them and holding hands like that's not any of the characteristics that we've seen so far so mm. i thought that was a bit like i i got the emotional impact of it but i thought it was a bit a bit much in it um i get what you're saying but um they the zombies they only run when they see someone do you know what i mean mm-hmm. If they're just amongst themselves, they're quite like docile or whatever the word is. They're yeah, quite yeah, you're right. Like they walk quite casually, and maybe in the dark they couldn't quite tell they were holding hands. Like mm. you don't even necessarily because it's dark and you're just looking at silhouette. You don't know if that's a woman and a child. Like it could be one adult and another adult just further in the distance. Do you know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying, but again, I think the the emotional impact of it and the setup and payoff, like like mine said from the beginning of the film, that she sang the song with no emotion, and and do you know I mean couldn't finish it. To then now she's singing it and she's mm. full of emotion, um, and again, I think the reason she was singing it like that at the beginning was maybe because her her dad wasn't there. Like her dad was at work or too busy doing work and shit and didn't have time for her. Mm-hmm. And now the reason she's full of emotion is because her dad's gone for good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she watched him fucking die basically. Yeah, um, pretty much. So I thought, again, I thought that was a nice, like a nice character arc, a nice setup and payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, like again, the, the, the characters in this were so well done because the, the homeless guy at first you think like, uh, this well, a lot of the characters kind of think, oh, this like dirty homeless guy. He kind of seemed a bit weird and funny, but he turned out to be one of the best, like one of one of the most good people out of all of them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he would help people, he would save people. He, um, I think he sacrificed himself in the end, didn't he, for yeah. the, the the pregnant woman and the kid? Because when the train like turned over. Yeah, uh, and that was a sick scene as well, with where with all the zombies like pressed up against the glass, yeah. just staring at just above them. That do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. This film did everything it could do. Like it, there were moments in the train station, there were moments on a train. Like one of one of the good scenes as well. Again, like talking about building up tension and shit. Like the the this this movie just escalated, it, and it was like I said, it was so well paced. It just escalated. You have them getting on the train, and then you kind of get glimpses of what's happening on the platform as the train pulls away, but no one kind of notices it except the little girl. Do you know what I mean? Then um, at the next platform where they're meant to be stopping, it's just chaos. Like, there's this madness going on and carnage. So they don't stop, they keep going. And then they get to the the um, to the station where there's meant to be like a military, uh, where the military have kind of set up, do you know what I mean? And to, to help survivors. But then when they get there, it's, there's no one there. It's completely silent. And they're all walking through the platforms and just this, this build-up of tension. Do you know what I mean? And the, um, like, this is when the dad with his daughter was still being a prick because he wanted to like break off to the side and wait for his own little personal kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And, and, um, and then when all the people are going down the escalator, and you see like a row of 
guys in like like army camouflage or whatever and at first it may look like like there's a row of of soldiers kind of like holding back people or something do you know what i mean like, you know, oh, like a yeah. concert or something but then as they go down it's just revealed like no nah, these are just all zombies as well do you know what i mean mm. oh shit sorry one second <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you're at work in it <laughs> Mm, indeed indeed um but yeah like i said for me just, like the, again like, like you guys both gave it a whole chicken it was just the emotional impact from the dad i just didn't really feel it as much as uh the emotional impact of um the dad to be um mm-hmm. and yeah that's why i kind of knocked it down because you know i just as as it was meant to be like the emotional climax in it and like i just wa- wasn't feeling it um mm-hmm. but yeah man like I really enjoyed it. Um, and unless he wants to say something else, I want to move on to Peninsula, uh, which over here in the British, um, it was also referred to as Train to Busan. Busan presents Peninsula. Uh, it's a 2020 mm. Korean action horror film, which is a sequel by the same director. Uh, it's a standalone sequel to the 2016 film. Um, uh, it follows a soldier who's sent along with his team to retrieve a truck full of money from the wastelands of the Korean Peninsula, now inhabited by zombies, rogue militia, and a family. Um, this is set four years on. Um, uh, I think the film was originally meant to show uh, in 2019. Wait, oh. Try that again. Yeah, I think the, the film was meant to like show early worldwide, but then also because of the pandemic, I think it was just released... Um, onto a streaming service. Um, mm-hmm. I watched this on... What's that? I, um, Peninsula? Yeah. Peninsula. Yeah. Oh, have we moved on? Yeah, we moved on. Unless uh, you want to say, was there something that you really wanted to say left on um, um, Busan? No, not really. I mean, we, we pretty much covered everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like um, I like the, the kind of teases of what was happening in the outside world. Like, you had um, the, like the news talking about it. And there was that bit where the zombies were falling off the helicopter, yeah, and then like oh, landing, nuts. and then just getting back up and chasing people down. Like <laughs> that was madness. Like, and then you had even when when the outbreak first kind of expanded on the train, as the zombies are running down that like narrow, what do you call it, like pathway on the train, mm. like this tidal wave of zombies <laughs> started building up. Do you know what I mean? Like the where the zombies behind yeah. were like climbing over the front one, so. Yeah, man. These these were some of the best zombies that I've seen put to film. Like mm. the the just the I don't know what the what the word is like ravenousness or kind of just just rabidness of them was just was really cool, man. I liked it. Definitely mm. a whole chicken for this one, man. And to find out as well that it was the the guy's company, it was his own company that kind of um, started this whole thing because obviously at the beginning you have that little kind of cold open of the guy trying to do a delivery or whatever and they've kind of blocked yeah. off the roads and then they're like yeah there's been like a chemical spill or something like that that must have been what started the outbreak do you know what i mean because then you see him run over a deer i think it is yeah and the, then deer. The, the deer kind of wakes back up and turns into a zombie deer and then kind of looks at the camera like, <laughs> like that that kind of made me laugh to be honest it looked like something from the simpsons or family guy but like it, it was cool to kind of because in a lot of zombie movies you don't see how the outbreak started 
it could be like a biblical thing it could be a supernatural thing it could be a scientific thing but yeah it was cool to kind of know where it came from in this one nice 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 ah uh, yeah so let's mm. get to peninsula um yeah yeah stand standalone uh sequel set four years later uh it was meant to be shown during the 2020 Cannes film Cannes films festival but that's cancelled because of covid19 um they really tried to appease their hollywood and english audiences because of the success of the mm. first one um which i didn't particularly like i i would have preferred just to stick to them speaking in Korean, um, wait, is, yeah, that's the right word, the, the language in it, Korean. Yeah, sorry, Korean. yeah, Korean. Um, but I did enjoy this one. This one, they they went for the action action zombie film more in the vein of Resident Evil. Uh, there was I knew time, you would like this th- one. There was there was times when the main character thought he was John Wick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give this one a solid three piece. Like again, um, there were certain things that. Uh, I didn't like, um, but we'll get into it. I want to pass this on to T first. T, what did you think of this one, and what's your rating? Um, just before I go into mine, what did you give Train to Busan? I gave it a three piece as well. A uh, three piece as well. Okay, yeah. so both three pieces. Yeah. All right. For me, Train to Busan was a whole chicken. Mm-hmm. To me, this one, Peninsula, I was totally disappointed. To be honest, mm. I was I was bored. I fell asleep. It took me four watches to get through this film. I fell asleep the first three times, bro. I'm not even lying. If we recorded, if we managed to get to this in our last recording, Mm. I wouldn't have known how it ended. (laughs) I would have had to say, I fell asleep three times. Sorry, guys. But because we managed to delay recording, I managed to get the ending watched. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I know you weren't happy with the ending. Oh yeah, I was unhappy with the ending, and you know why. Yeah. Um, but but we'll get we'll get to that. But to go from like I said, the first one was such a specific take on this genre, and had such a unique location, and it was done so well, and they they did it in ways that haven't been done before. This one just seemed generic. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It just seemed like any other of a zombie apocalypse movie the zombies kind of seemed inconsequential at times like there were times it forgot about the zombies and just focused on this action like like you said john wick guy <laughs> um the story was was not that it was stupid because i get it but there was no emotional um connection. kind of ties yeah. connection like if it was like, okay, this guy wants to go in to get the money, but I want to go in because my cousin's in there or something, do you know yeah. what I mean? There was nothing yeah. like that. No one was going for for any type of family or emotional reason. They were just going for the money. And it's like, well, y'all, y'all just did this to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. So I and, didn't see... And also I, as well, yeah, why would you send such a small team in? Like, I, like... Again, if you knew the money was there, yeah, I would have flown in like three helicopters, retrieved the money, yeah. air- airlifted it out of there, just take it yeah. to somewhere else, and then been cool. Like, what? Well, shoot, I shoot through millions of zombies. Well, not necessarily millions of zombies. They already knew that for one, um, darkness would like keep them a bit cool, and then yeah, darkness, but and the then noise he- and everything that a helicopter would have generated. That's yeah, true. That, that is true. But then on that on those helicopters, like only one helicopter has to land. Or no, to be honest, not. 
not not even one of the helicopters had to land. Like they could have hovered, and they would all they had to do was like create um like a safe zone radius of like of gunfire while the people just picked up the money and 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 oh. airlifted it out of there. Bruv, nah, <laughs> nah, it doesn't, nah, it doesn't, for me personally, it doesn't compute. Well, and you have to think as well, yeah, how much money it would cost to send that many helicopters in and all these people and you're going to have to split it more ways. Yeah. Like, if you're willing to go into a zombie apocalypse for money, you clearly love money, do you know what mm. I mean? And you don't want to share it and you want as much of it as you can. Well, they look, so, like, look up at the end, though. They snaked the guy anyway, and then to the, their own downfall, they didn't have no money in the end. The money was lost anyway. That mm, was dumb, yeah, man. True. That pissed me off. That was hella funny. Um, But, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I give this movie... Uh, oh, sorry. Donald, do you want me to uh, give, give my, yeah, my thoughts on the movie? Yeah, give your thoughts. Wait, T, T what, what was your rating? Sorry, I must have missed it. Oh, no, I don't think I said. I'll give, I'll give this a, a quarter chicken. A quarter chicken, all right, cool. Yeah. Mine? All right, I, I gave this a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, It just wasn't... It, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything like uh, trade to the sun, uh, to be 100% honest. Um, so this was... I, I can't remember how long this was after the... Um, after trade to the sun, but I'm sure it was something like five years or something like that. Uh, yeah, four years, I think. Yeah, four years. Okay, so um, obviously, time has gone on. Um, South Korea is now just <laughs> just a wasteland mm. um, to to what what it used to be. Uh, they have obviously pockets of uh, survivors here and there out doing their own thing. We're introduced to a group that literally go around um, looking for parts and food. Um, report to a leader and then the leader sort of gives them uh, rewards based on, on what it is that they bring back and whatnot. So we saw that aspect of it, which I thought was cool. Um, the movie to me felt like uh, like Mad Max sometimes, mm-hmm. um, especially with the with the car scene where, or oh, no, the car scene, the, the, the car chasing scenes where you had, you know, the family... And the, we'll call him. We'll call him John Wick. Was a goes to go 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 to the go to the drop off zone uh, to get picked up by the helicopters. And then you have like I don't know how many cars, like 10, 12 cars around them, all chasing them. Uh, obviously for the money and whatnot. I'm just thinking this is this is madness. It went from a zombie movie to an action movie. It lost yeah. me a bit because I didn't know what it was what it was trying to do. Um, because it's sort of explored a few elements um so to echo what um what t said about the movie there were times that i legit forgot about the zombies and it became an action movie where it's just you know two people uh, pit, uh sorry two groups pit against each other was trying to you know take the money and go the other one's trying to retrieve the money and do their own thing with it um then you had the sort of family scene um this guy had this guy before had left this family alone and didn't even go to um help them even with taking their their child um, mm. at the time um I'm, to I'm, safety i'm not gonna and lie and him coming back i'm not gonna lie i, as, like, I like that yeah, yeah because there's so many times we see people do that and just like i'm not gonna like it's dark in it but when you're yeah. tra- when you're trying to when you're trying to get out yeah of a of a of a zone like that where you don't know how long the boat's gonna be there for like 
time is of the essence, isn't it? And that yeah, that, course, that, that little stop there, yeah, they don't know if they could have been barked on against more zombies. They didn't know whether they're infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I the know such going, I know such a like, yeah I know such a like harsh thing to say that, but like I was like, yeah, don't stop, just drive, just drive, just drive. Yeah, <clears> yeah. it reminded but, me a little bit of. Um, I was going with this. Sorry, it reminded me. That? Sorry, go on. I said, well, where I was going with this is the fact that they try to explore that relationship more that, oh, you're the same family that left behind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he obviously felt some type of way about it that he recognized the woman who he'd obviously snubbed and put left for dead. Especially Um, after four years as well, like... Yeah, like, obviously, it it haunted him. It haunted him. Yeah, but at the same that, time, do you see how the movie made it out? Like, if if even if they had managed to save the child, right, the outbreak on the ship alone would have just, well, it would have been moot. It would have mooted the the whole huh, point. Him, yeah, should have died anyway. So this it was a bit scattered for me because it tried to be, you know, obviously a bit lighthearted, lighthearted with the with the two kids that went and saved the guy. Um, one of them's like a sick ass driver, and mm. the little girl who is able to like cause distractions with a toy cars and whatnot. So yeah. it tried to do that. It tried to sort of explore more emotional side of things. It was an action movie. Um, it, was, it had a lot of elements that I didn't, I didn't um, think. I mean, I see what it tries to do, but I didn't think it worked well. Um, if they just dropped one element of it and focused more on maybe the guy try for redemption with the woman as well as um mm. as, as well as survive or get or get to the to the drop what's it called landing zone mm. um to get picked up if they had worked on those and then survive the zombies it would have worked a lot better um the cgi was a bit hard on the eyes for me again when it came to oh, that car yeah. scene uh, there were times that i didn't i was thinking okay are these actual people who are who are zombies or is this now heavily animated uh people yeah even the even the cars themselves were cgi yeah i think none of of that was real i think it's a korean thing because when we i think it's a korean thing the choice of some of the way they do their cgi yeah i think Mm. it's like their style of cinema isn't it it's like it's kind of like when you watch nollywood isn't it like we've advanced it, it into 2020 you'd think nollywood would have upped their cgi and upped some mm-hmm. of their acting styles but they still continue to do it because that's like the style that country likes isn't it um same with like mm-hmm. bollywood movies like some of the cgi and bollywood movies are very questionable but i think that having that like non-realistic cgi helps people different differentiate from like what's real and what's fake and i think it's done mm-hmm. on i i i, I I'm starting to think it's done on purpose rather than they don't have the budget to do it because, you know, they do have the budget. Like, this movie had a budget of 60... Mm. Like, it's not amazing, but it still had a budget of 60 million in it. Um, I think they just chose not to do it in, in in a certain... I think they chose to do it in that certain style on purpose. And I think it's a choice by Korean uh, movie directors or TV show people um, to have the CGI look uh, like they do. Okay. It kept taking me out of the movie whenever it happened because it was so stylized. Maybe you're right, it was done on purpose. It mm. did kind of seem like it was a specific style. But then to go from train to Busan where everything seemed practical, like we said, mm. like it, and, and there was no like CGI. I can't remember even seeing any CGI, maybe like slightly on their eyes or some little touch-ups, do you know what I mean? But yeah. everything seemed real in like in... 
it, like done in real life when they filmed it. Whereas this, yeah. whenever it cut to those scenes, it seemed so different to like the stuff that was really happening. Like you said, the zombies looked fake. They bounced off the car. They looked all rubbery. The physics of the cars themselves were off. Like sometimes they seemed lighter than they should be. Sometimes it seemed heavier than it should be. Like it was just, and, and like you said, the style of it, it was kind of like going from, like if you was watching a film that one second looked like, um, like Winter Soldier and then the next second looked like Sin City. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like too much of a difference that it, 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 it's too noticeable and it brought me out of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also expected it to have a similar end to the train of train to Busan where the mum or where a parent would have passed away. So whether it was the guy, whether it was um, maybe, maybe the older sister, whether mm. it was the mum herself who was obviously injured and surrounded by zombies. Yeah, I would expect mom. her to have died. I think it would be more impactful if that was the case. Yeah, just exactly. because it, it, it just seemed like an impossible situation. Yeah, if the if the, I mean? if the mom had died, or uh, to be honest, even if both of them had died, I would have really enjoyed. Like, I mean, I would have given it a high <laughs> rating because, like, like you said, like she gave up. She went to that truck and she was beeping the horn to attract the zombies, and it was just like, oh my days! Like, I can't remember what else someone did that in. I think it might have been the Quiet Place. Mm. Yeah. Maybe in a in a quiet place when the dad like screamed so the the creatures could come and get him and he died. Oh, yeah. Like it was yeah. like it it, it could have had that effect and I might have even scored the movie a little bit higher. But then the fact that they chose to allow her to survive and the guy to survive as well, like worst case scenario, he should have sacrificed himself to get her out and he should have died. But again, definitely. But then also, if he died. Mm-hmm. If he died, it would have made her. It would have added to his character arc because yeah. again. He ditched them, yeah. He didn't stop for them and he left them there and then he comes back and sees how their life's been and he feels bad. But it's not much of a character arc because if like if in the beginning he was like, Yeah, fuck everyone, like like the dad was in train to Busson. If he was like, Yeah, fuck them, I left them behind and I don't care, like I did what I had to do. But he wasn't. He always seemed regretful about it. He always yeah. seemed like he was a good guy just doing what he had to do yeah. like, and, and, and always felt bad about it. So when he turns around and is like, oh, I feel bad about this. It's like, well, it's not a character arc. There's, it's like a character line. Mm. Like you saw him go to where he was obviously heading. Like, so when he met them, if, if it was like, like he was like the dad from the first one and was all about himself, did, didn't regret what he did. And then he met up with them and then he was like, oh shit, like I'm going to have to keep, I'm going to have to keep this a secret. I can't let him know. But then they like helped him out and took him in and whatever. And then he starts thinking, oh, they're too good. Like they're good people. I don't deserve this. Yeah. Let me come out and tell the truth. You, you can start seeing changes, tells the truth. They could even recognize him as well and be like, yeah, we always knew that was you, but we still helped you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, they could have gone so many more emotional ways with this, but I don't think they went far enough with it. And, and they just ended up going more with the action and... Like, I get that she's a good driver as well, but, like, she was pulling off, like, baby driver stuff. Yeah, she was, like, 16, if that, like... like. There was one move that was legit from baby driver where she, like, drives, and then she, like, like, does a handbrake turn or whatever, and then to go around this corner, then reverses through it and then spins back out. 
I was like, that was legit from Baby Driver. But in Baby Driver, it was done practically. It was done with an actual car. An actual driver did that move. Do you mm. know what I mean? Whereas in this, it was CGI. So I was like, oh, someone's like playing GTA or something. It's not, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't mm. as great. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. I like, the, I like when the dude was like flipping about in the back, though. And like knocked himself out. Yeah. Uh, that was oh yeah, that was and funny. She, and she was like, I did, on. I did tell him to put his seatbelt on. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to me, like Martin, you said it gave you like Mad Max vibes, which I get, like when yeah. they're all doing the chase. But mm. in that scene, it reminded me of like I Am Legend again because of the like the the bad CGI kind of uh. gave me I Am Legend vibes and kind of mixed with World War Z, just the just the, the amount of zombies that there were like again like there was tidal waves of them at, at points going through the streets and shit and so it kind of gave me like an i am legend kind of world war z vibe mm. but not in a good way <laughs> yeah i mean yeah I, yeah yeah even though i said my max yeah it still wasn't it still wasn't good yeah um <laughs> yeah and also i think the story is a bit lost with that um with the people that had survived and um it was almost like there was going to be a coup um, in in those ranks, and that would have somehow impacted the the story or um, the characters that we actually cared about. Um, it just felt, yeah, it wasn't as, it wasn't as well put together. I would mm. say that. Mm. What, what what did so, you, yeah half 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 chicken stands. What did you think of the little like um, zombie gladiator things where they were playing tag with the zombies? Again, that was like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? just, 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 just the fucked up games for people to uh, to laugh at and pass the time. Um, yeah, in sort of like a dystopian future. Um, I thought it worked well because it did show you how people are coping with their situations. Um, but I just felt that if it was more, if there was going to be a story about it and how you know sick and how twisted these people have become, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see more of it. Um, because it looked like there was a genuine camaraderie amongst them, even though there was maybe a split in the in the, in the group or whatever. But there was still like some sort of camaraderie with them, and they definitely had treated um, outsiders as outsiders. You're not part of us. Mm. So they could have they could have expanded on, on that more, where you know they go around continuously continuously hunting these people for these games and stuff. But then there was another element to it where this person then like the leader, so he was going to do something to them. I was like, well, okay, cool. Mm. That you, you're having a side, you're having a, like, you're having this sort of side story which doesn't really interest people, and then you have this story that could potentially interest people because it's, it's like almost like a redemption story, and then it just ends up being nothing. Mm. Um, yeah. To, to, to again, yeah, like to me as well, it, it reminded me of. Um, it's going to sound like a compliment, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> These two movies, Chains of Sun and Peninsula reminded me in a way of the raid and the raid two okay. in that train to Busson and the raid was in one location it was a specific like um I, i'm losing the word you know what i mean but you know what i mean it was one location it yeah. was a simple story it was well paced it was it was tight compact like and, and and they did everything with that location that they could do and then the second movie expanded it to like the whole not the whole world but do you know what i mean but expanded it to like the whole city or to to, to um more, a, a more, bigger location yeah. multiple locations mm-hmm. and where the raid 2 i feel pulled it off even though to me 
the raid two wasn't as good as the raid simply for that reason because it, it started focusing more on story and and other stuff that even though it was good as a sequel to the raid you would just expect them to like up the action which again they did but it was fewer and further between mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the same as this like i would expect the sequel to train train to busan would find more inventive and clever ways and to use the zombies in different unique locations mm-hmm. and they they didn't they just open it to open world it's zombie apocalypse life now there's gladiator arenas with zombies and i i don't think again it could have been compelling but i feel like it, the execution of it wasn't done great like there was no real like i don't know you just didn't care about the people enough for it to give you any sense of tension or dread mm-hmm. like that guy do you know what this this film i gave a quarter chicken for the first quarter of this film basically like <laughs> when on the boat that whole scene on the boat i thought was great yeah. i thought it, the whole film should have been this this should have been train to busan boat to peninsula do you know what i mean I, again, another location, you're isolated, you're locked in. You know what I mean? You have to be inventive and creative with this shit. But then it, that scene ended and I was like, oh, I wanted more of that. I wanted the film to be that. Mm. And then it went on to be this other thing. Um, but like on the boat, you have like the kind of backstory of these two guys, like their brother-in-laws or whatever. And the the... His his um his sister and his and their child mm. were in the room, and then you see obviously one guy has been bit or whatever, and then when the time he comes back, the whole room's fucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, and the child was already dead. I was mm. like, fuck me, like this film is deep. Like, yeah, if, and if this was and any other type of movie, he would have found the child hiding in a cupboard somewhere or something. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like maybe the mum would be dead. But he'd find the child and there'd be, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be as deep. But this, the child was dead. The mum wouldn't leave the child. So then the child wakes up and bites the mum. I was like, this is sick, bruv. Like, I want this, I want to see this continue. Like, yeah. what happens? How do they get to land? Like, they, there's nowhere to go. Like, mm. I, do you know what I mean? It would have, it would have been, it would have been cool. But they did what they did. I, I didn't like it as much. Um, I feel like, they tried to do too much. They lost their way a little bit. Mm. Tried to turn it into an action movie. Um, like I didn't even care when his brother-in-law died at the end. Like when, <laughs> when, yeah. when the other when the other sick guy shot him. Yeah, you saw that coming. Like, you saw it coming, and I was like, oh. But okay. I, was, I, I was just pissed for him. Like, how do you survive the like? Zombie Hunger Games. All then, of that. To then just get killed like that. Like, what the fuck? Like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And there was no, like... That's what I'm saying. There was no arc. There was no real setups or payoffs to this movie like the, like the first one did. Mm. It, was just, it just was just like a series of events that just happened one after the other and they were just documenting it for us. And I was like... Don't. I'm not really engaged. Like I said, I fell asleep for the first three times <laughs> I tried to watch this. No, that's true. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would have. Well, I, oh, we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to the. All right. So this next I one, I think yeah. I'm pretty much done with this one. All right, cool. This next one, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I only watched about 40 minutes of it. Um, I didn't like 
go to Amazon Prime for this one. And uh, when I was watching it, like there was no subtitles. And I just was like, why is there no subtitles? Like, what's going on? I finally figured out how to get the subtitles. And then when I did get the subtitles, the subtitles were like delayed. Like it weren't on point. Yeah, no. If you went on the same website I went on, there's there's three options. There's like English, then there's English 2 and English 3. The first two of them, yeah, the subtitles were delayed. Yeah, I went to English 4. By the time you get to the last English one, it's on point. It's in time. And it's, it's yeah. Cool. Oh, so I should watch English 4. I want to... Yeah, I'm after. I'm after to watch it all the way from the beginning. Then, um, oh man, you haven't watched it to the end. So no. I can't talk about. No, no, stuff. You, you, you can talk about. You can go. You can. Spo- you can go spoilers. I'm. I'm literally gonna finish it when once we finish this call anyway. Um, yeah, but okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. He's okay. like, all right, but you're, you're <laughs> uh, I'm gonna again because of like the technical difficulties, and I'm only about halfway through it. Yeah, I'm gonna give someone a half chicken. I've liked mm. what I've seen so far, and I I think I'm I'll be enjoying it more because like I'm trying to piece certain things together. So like sometimes mm-hmm. the subtitles coming, I'm just like, okay, that doesn't really fit. So I'm like protect, like not pretending, but I'm like guessing <laughs> what they're saying. And uh, I already know, yeah, the dad's gonna die there, but the dad is hard body. Like he's he's on job in it, and he's he's, mm. he's trying to find this girl who's turning to do like she used to do prostitution. Um, mm. and like he's obviously come to um, Seoul to find her and then the zombie outbreak breaks um, yeah man I'm enjoying it I'm gonna let you two like go more in, deeper and in depth on this one because you lot have seen it and finished it um, but yeah right now Half Chicken I'm hoping it goes up now that I've noticed uh, subtitles issues uh, I want to literally watch from the beginning and hope that it gets better um, the only other thing I think I don't particularly like the animation style it's um, a little off-putting um, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's grainy, but there's just something about it that's just not smooth in it and not the best. Um, I think but, that's what it is. It's it's, it's not smooth. It's mm. a bit um, like maybe the the frame rate, the frames per second, isn't as high as other animation that looks more smooth. But then you've got so much detail in like the backgrounds and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And the the settings. So it's kind of a weird situation where the locations look very detailed but the characters look a bit like almost glitchy do you know what i mean yeah yeah i hear you i i I felt the same um the animation didn't do it for me although like you said the background was um highly defined um it's just something about that again something about the animation that that didn't like um I feel like but you get I, over it though after a certain. You do get you do get over time. it. You yeah. do get over it. It does. It works for the for the um for the movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, T, do you, you kick it. You kick this off. <clears throat> um. All right. I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. This should have been the sequel to Train to Busan. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Fuck that other thing. <laughs> this this is what I wanted. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was in a way a prequel or like a side call. It was like stuff that was happening in other locations during the zombie outbreak. So um I I thoroughly liked it. I liked the kind of commentary on real world kind of society that mm. this movie it, it was saying something do you know what i mean beyond just being yeah. a zombie movie 
this had something to say about like homelessness and uh, prostitution, um, domestic abuse. Do you know what I mean, there was so much going on in this movie, mm-hmm. and there were. Let me count. There was one, two, three. There was four moments at the end of this film where my mouth was just hanging open <laughs> because I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I didn't see that coming or that sick or oh, shit. Do you know what I mean? Just mm. like, that's why I don't want to say too much about the ending because if I say something, it might lessen the impact of it for you. But obviously, Martin knows what I'm going to be talking about mm-hmm. when I say like, Nana you said that the dad was a sick guy mm. and to me that's funny and I'm sure Martin knows why uh, because yeah. he was involved in three out of the four jaw-dropping moments do you yeah. know what I mean? okay I yeah. kind of I, right. I was not ready yeah I was not ready I didn't see any of that coming I was not ready and it it, it turned this from a Three piece to a whole chicken. That ending mm. is what made this movie a whole chicken for me. It was it was um, a satisfying ending as well. It was it, it, was, it, was, it was bittersweet. It was bittersweet because, yeah, yeah, it was so bittersweet. And I think that's what Nana was kind of implying earlier when he said he knew I wouldn't like the ending of Peninsula mm-hmm. because it had a happy ending. I don't think horror movies should have happy endings. Um, Train to Busan didn't have a happy ending necessarily. Yeah, like even though the the pregnant woman and the daughter found survivors and found safety, she lost her husband. He, the, the girl lost her dad. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They weren't, neither yeah. of them were happy about the situation. Yeah. Whereas in the end of Peninsula, they all reunited. They were all happy. They were all being saved. Even the guy, the main guy survived. Do you know what I mean? Everyone just survived and then it just ended. And it was like, oh, aren't we happy? I was like, no, I don't <laughs> This movie, like, had no happy ending for anyone, basically. Mm. Like, and I, I like that because being a prequel as well, you can kind of get away with that because it's like, well, after this, we kind of follow the story of Train to Busan. So... We don't need these characters going forward. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. a lot of them can have any type of ending like where we don't need to necessarily see them going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, to me, this was a whole chicken. This was the sequel I wanted. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> so I'm happy that you guys told me because this was washing out the bad taste of Peninsula. <laughs> it's like... My my starters of Train to Busan was some delicious starters. Then the main course was a piece of shit on a plate. Oh, wow. And then, no, it weren't that bad. But, <laughs> but, it, it, but then the dessert was just like the finest dessert. Do you know what I mean? Just, mm. to, yeah. just to correct the mistake that happened. So I really liked this film. Um, yeah, I liked everything about it, man. Whole right. chicken from me. Um, for me... I give this a uh, three-piece. Um, reason being is that the animate again, the, so the animation was one that um, did... I don't, I don't know I don't know what it is, but the animation wasn't one that I was used to. And this is considering the fact that I've seen animation all the way from Naruto to... Um, what should we call it? Demon Slayer to... 
um, um, Dead Man Wonderland. So I'm used to seeing a, a variety, it's like Poyo and stuff. So I'm used to seeing a variety of animations, but for whatever reason, this one just, um, it would, like I said, it worked well for the movie. From but for me personally, I would have chosen a different animation style. Mm. Um, so that that partly affects the score. Also, I felt at times that the girl, um, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, is it he is it Hyo Hyon? No, Hyo Hyon's yeah. the Hyo Hyon. Oh no, was that the that was the oh, oh. I, I listen, if I'm honest, yeah. I don't want to sound racist here, but there's just syllables to me. <laughs> I can't differentiate. I'm, I, I, I'm probably butchering the name right here, right now, so I'm in the same boat as you. Anyone who's from um, South Korea, please don't be offended, or just Korean Joe, don't be offended by <laughs> us butchering names. We are not cultured like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there were times that she'd. Like, you know, you know, especially when she knows that she needs to be quiet because obviously the zombies are attracted to um, sounds and stuff like that, right? Yeah. She'll still sob at random times, right? I understand why she's sobbing. She's sobbing because she obviously um, you learned about her a bit about her past. Um, um, you also learn about the relationship between her and the current boyfriend, whose name is Ki Ki Hyung. Ki Hyung. Um, you. So and uh, obviously he just broke up with her, like the same night that all this is happening, right? So she's she's emotionally, um, uh, she she she's in like she's very very emotional basically. And mm. there, there are times when I'm thinking to myself, surely you value your own survival over this heartbreak you go through. I understand your heartbreak and stuff like mm. that, but there's a time and place to cry, and right now is not the time to cry unless you want to die. Mm. Yeah, um, for real. So she did that as times. well. She yeah. was bare loud with it as well, like she was oh, wailing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the wailing, it, 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 wailing. I'm but telling I, you, bro. Trust me. But I, I feel like I get what you're saying. Like it annoyed me as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it wasn't just the relationship ending. It was kind of everything. It was like it was everything. Yeah, because she would have been homeless she, as well if um, exactly she was exactly. Yeah. So that was doing a lot. Um, and actually, one thing that stood out to me that I think um, worked really well, this is now positive stuff, one thing I think worked really well was how the zombie, um, um, how, how everyone became infected in a way, or how it spread. Yeah. And it started with the homeless population, mm. right? So, and, there is, and there is, in real life, in, in, in the real world, there is something to be said about diseases spreading very quickly within homeless populations because obviously they don't have roofs over their heads. Um, it's harder for, um, obviously their priorities are vastly different for people who have the security of having the roof over their head and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when it comes to things like medicines that they might need, it's very hard for homeless people to be able to go to, say, the pharmacy to pick up something because also you have to pay for that. Um, luckily, we have the NHS, but still, there are some drugs that you're going to have to pay for unless you know you, you come to some agreement with them, which I have no idea what that is. Mm. Um, but I can see how this started the homeless person, right? And I think the way they treated homeless people was very, very bad mm. because you had the friend who went to the um to the pharmacy oh sorry to doctors but well, doctors was obviously full was the doctor was even a, like a like a shelter or something i think like it was that. like a shelter or something the shelter yeah. the shelter was full okay 
the guy's still bleeding, right? Whilst whilst this is happening. Okay, cool. He goes to a pharmacy. The pharmacy is just about close all the, I mean, this time I think the pharmacist did a good job in this case because she, she was the nicest. In. Yeah. 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 But she this guy was the nicest person to him. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I felt exactly. bad for this guy so much. He's trying running around just trying to help his friend, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. And like you said, the 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 reaction that the homeless people got throughout this film was disgusting. Like so many lives could have been saved. Yeah. People treated them like living people, do you know what I mean? Whereas they mm-hmm. was already being treated like infected before the outbreak even happened. Like exactly. you said, the homeless guy, um, even even when like um, the very start, when it, they, these two people could tell he was injured and they was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go help him. But then when they got near him, they were like, oh, he stinks. Oh, no, fuck. Yeah, you literally. I mean? I ain't it's like, raw, like, that's deep. Like, I, I get it kind of like i don't know how i would have acted in the situation but same here at least like at least seek help for him if you're not going to help him yourself Mm. get call do you know what i mean call an ambulance ambulance. there's people that will help him don't just leave him be like ah he stinks fuck him (laughs) right and then when when they got to the um like he was just running around trying to ask anyone for help i don't know if it was a police station or if it was just like the officers of the train station but when he was like going in there and he's like oh my friends died like he died because you guys were there. they were still treating him like a dickhead mm. like oh you get out fuck you get off get out of here and then um when um when the outbreak started happening and they got chased down to the actual police station they were like oh they were trying to shoo them out. They were trying to shoo these homeless people out of their place. Yeah. Even when the zombies were up against the window, they were like, no, you get out. Get out and go. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, but <laughs> there's zombies out there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Then the zombies broke in. And I like, again, this is how I like this film because it, it escalated like the first one did. And mm. it used its locations in an, in an interesting way because they ran into the cell and shut the door behind them. Yeah, but the yeah. guy was infected. But then the one cop had the bite on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, that's basically a ticking time bomb now. Like, eventually, yeah. we know as the audience, mm-hmm. he's going to turn, but they don't know that yet. But then you see the other police officer who was on the outside of the cell who got bit before him turns. And so they're, they're starting to figure out what's about to happen. But yeah. of course, the only one in that cell with a gun is the police officer. So, like, it, it was just set up so well, I think. And that's the moment where the other homeless guy, the one that the majority of the story was with the girl, became the hero of this whole film. Do you know what, yeah. I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. one that ended up with the gun. Because he only had two bullets left. Yeah. And he he used the first one to kill the police officer. Mm-hmm. Then they got out and they ran off. He was gone. But then she went to pick up her phone and then the other homeless guy who got bit by the police officer went to get her. Now, this home, the other homeless guy with the gun could have been gone, but he used that last bullet to save her. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you could mm-hmm. tell it even annoyed him. He's like, <laughs> fuck's sake, like the way he threw the gun down. That was my last bullet. But he couldn't help himself. That, like it showed you, and so did Train to Busan, which is kind of a nice little connection between these two movies where the homeless people 
who are the most like in need for help but never receive it yeah. are actually the most kindest people who would help others because like they know what it's like to need help mm. so they want to help others do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i thought that was a nice kind of um it, 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 like i said at the beginning it had something to say beyond just being a zombie movie and i think it's take on homeless um people in their situation was was really i think well well done yeah definitely um so in, in, in addition to that the the way the police decide to handle or to even begin blockading um areas of the city it was a bit it's almost like the role of the police changed from protecting people mm. to now just dealing being being heartless and dealing with the um with the situation um as as it stands without think taking into account the humanity around them because Early on, they're very, you know, um, I guess, blasé about the way they treated this situation. Um, people run into the police station. Um, so, 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 right at the beginning, when the homeless people and the girl, um, Hyo, Hyo Hyung, or Hyung, ran into the police station uh, for help, and all of it was like, calm down, calm down, oh, you stink, blah, blah. Um, and then them dying, and then. Uh, one of them luckily managed to call for backup and whatnot, right? And then get saved by those police officers, right? It felt very. It's almost as if one, they didn't, the way they treated, like like we said, the way they treated the homeless people wasn't wasn't great at all. Mm. And then their humanity sort of devolved from there because there were people who were alive as they blockaded roads, right? And these people were trying to obviously climb climb on top of the bus stop that, that the police had just parked, right, to, to go to other sides for safety. And the, the police were using water cannons, which is actually something that's banned in the UK, I think. You can't use, um, in mm. other countries, you can't use water cannons on, on, on people like that mm. anymore. So they use water cannons to, to get them off the, off, the, off the bus to basically die. Yeah. Um, and then they even shot at one of the at the homeless guy, like the main homeless guy who was uh, with Hyong, uh, Hyo Hyong. And mm. I was like, rah, so this person's not even infected, right? That fair, was... fair, fair enough, fair enough that you don't know if this guy has been bitten or anything like that. But that's besides the point. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd, I'd assume that you try to save as many people as possible and somehow create some sort of corridor where where you try to save as many people as possible rather than saying, okay, all, I don't know, a hundred of you people that are behind this line, that's it, you're dead. Um, if you try and climb over, we'll shoot at you and whatnot and blah, blah. Oh, it just felt very, it's like the whole, yeah, the role of the police definitely changed um, from yeah. protect and serve to just, we're just going to try and contain this thing. We don't care for your safety at this moment in time. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really, really harsh. Um, that was I, that was one of my other jaw drop moments. Yeah, when that the homeless guy, like I said, I, to me, he became the hero of the movie up until this point. So when he was like, I, I just need to survive, like I can't, and then climbed up onto that bus or whatever, and mm. looked over and just saw the line of like riot police or whatever they were, and then I knew exactly, I knew what was about to happen. I was like. Fuck. But then, what? What should it actually happen? 
I was like, no, like, no, man. Why? And like you said, it's, it's um, the police. It was kind of a, a sudden change of what their, their goal was. But after seeing everything in the real world, like with the Black Lives Matter protests and all kinds of protests that go on and mm-hmm. seeing how the police can respond to it sometimes, like it doesn't seem like a stretch to think that if a zombie outbreak's happening, the the potential like when for police to think you could possibly be carrying this infection, we need yeah. to to isolate over there. Like I I don't I I could see that happening. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't seem oh, like. Do you know what I'm saying? It, and and so that again, like there was so much. I keep saying it, but there was so much to say in this movie that kind of hit home quite hard. Do you know what I mean? Um, even with the whole, with her and the prostitution thing, like her boyfriend's a dickhead in the first place for trying to prostitute her out. Like putting a picture of her sleeping online, being like, oh, does anyone want a fun time or something like that? I didn't even yeah. clock that was her boyfriend until later on in the movie when she started saying it. I thought it was yeah. just a dickhead roommate or something. And I was like, that, that, that's your boyfriend. Like, your boyfriend, like, is going to pull you out? <laughs> no, mate. No, there's no way. Like, there's no way. Uh, but um, to see how that story developed and to see them split up and go on these two different adventures that eventually converge again at the end, mm-hmm. um, I like the dynamic between her boyfriend and her, um, her dad. Uh, yeah. Because, again, obviously, like, when he turns up, he thinks, oh, he's just looking for a good time. But he's like, no, that's my daughter. You fuck, like, if I, if I, t- if someone tried to do that, yeah, if I turned up and I, he'd be already be dead. There'd be no, there'd be no helping each other. Let's, let's work through this. He'd be dead. But then obviously, like, it led to the story, do you know what I mean? Which, which, which to me, was one of the main reasons. The ending of this movie shot it up in my rankings, boy. Like, I can't, yeah. I, I'm so upset that Nana didn't finish it because I can't talk about it properly. But Yeah, my bad. The, no, it's my, cool, it's cool. My day's when you, been when you see it, drama. When you see it, yeah, when you see it, I just don't, don't want to lessen the impact for you because mm. even what we've said so far, I think has been too much because now you're expecting something. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't know if you'll be able to see it coming. Mm. And like I said, the last kind of, I don't know what you call it, not set piece, but in a way it is, had three what the fuck, like jaw drop moments. Mm. And yeah. I was just I was just stunned. Uh, I was just there in silence. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's fucked. For me as well, I also I also felt that, in a way, the way the boyfriend treated um, <sighs> treated the girl was uh, it's this might be a spoiler for Nana, um, but you could see some sort of similarities between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, yeah. and that's why she reacted like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so. That's where I. That's what I was saying about where the this domestic violence kind of stuff comes into it, because that last scene, where, she, where she was on the bed, mm-hmm. where he put her on the bed, mm-hmm. and started like 
looked like he was going to rape her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, obviously, he'd just been kicking her up or whatever. And then, when he's, like, touching her up, he he realises, like, he can't feel a heartbeat or nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> oh, and he's, like, he's, like, 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 I, I've, I've killed her. Do you know what I mean? Have I killed her? Like by mm. pumping her up, and it's like that's such a, a a known thing to happen with domestic violence. Is that in in majority of cases it would be a guy doing it to the woman, but it does happen the other way around. Yeah. But let's say a guy like beats his girl, and now she's she's like fucked up. Eventually it crosses a line even for the abuser and they see what they've done and they try and say, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, and then that's what leads to them like taking them back or whatever. And then it's just a cycle because they then get comfortable again. And that line gets pushed further and further until eventually mm-hmm. someone's going to end up dying. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. for, to see it play out, like he got emotional when he thought she was dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, genuinely like he was like no you can't die but then at the same time he said certain things that made me think are you upset because she's dead or are you upset because of what you wanted from her Mm. being alive if that makes sense without trying to spoil too much Um, but then when it progressed (laughs) without saying what actually happened I thought it was I don't know. It it, 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 was, it was impactful. To, do you know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna. Yeah, it definitely it was. That. It definitely was. It definitely was. Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, this movie was really good. Um, it was really good. Um. Yes. Even though I mean, as we will hear our bloods of us, whether it's an animation or a, or a series, it does. We are unbiased. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, another world. You have the rest to watch, but you will definitely enjoy it. Yeah, I think, no, I, think you'll, I, I, you'll I, was an, I was annoyed because, like, obviously, I'm I was half trying to find my phone and doing some other shit as well. But the fact mm. that, like, I was literally, I, I probably watched the first twenty minutes without subtitles before I realized I could stick on subtitles. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, I probably and then was, when you did realize you could have subtitles, yeah, it was like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. So. Alright. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to say? How far this? did you get? How far did I, you Like I said, get? I've got like happening? 40 45 minutes in. So I've got to up to the bit where the um the homeless guy shot the um cop. Oh, okay. I see you saw that bit. Okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I saw that bit. So did so okay. So you must have seen I haven't seen all of the dads in oh, the direction. No. Yeah. No, because there's one bit where um, that homeless guy and the girl who mm. was in the, the prison cell, they're going back down into one of the train stations. And um, Martin, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When they're trying to lift the shutter up. Yeah. And then she <laughs> goes under the shutter and then he's trying to get under, but his belly kind of like stops him fully getting through. Mm. And, there's someone, and there's someone <laughs> coming for them. I laughed at that, but I saw it. I saw it coming yeah and i was like obviously i think you'll pick up on it nana because there's a lot of like visual signs that if you didn't see it coming it'll make sense once it's revealed what's going on yeah 
But again, I think it was another statement on how homeless people are treated mm. to the point where the so-called normal people or, do you know what I mean, the respected people in society mm. are acting more like infected, mindless, dead zombies, aggressive, do you know what I mean, than the yeah. people that we perceive as dangerous or dirty or diseased or, do you know what I mean, the people that we fear and will possibly even cross the road to avoid them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They could mm -hmm. turn out to be the nicest people in in the movie, do you know what I mean? So I thought that was a good a good bit as well. And and to this film had a Karen in it, like it had a, a Korean Karen <laughs> which was jokes. <laughs> um I like the way each because like I said there was two distinct stories where the the boyfriend and the girlfriend kind of split paths and each story kind of set up the tension for the next section of the other person's story. Yeah. But like there was one point where the homeless guy and the, the woman, mm -hmm. I think after they'd just been saved from the police um, place, they were in an ambulance or something. Yeah. And then he was hearing stuff coming through on the radio or whatever. And the homeless guy was putting it all together. He was like, no, nah, you've got infected people there. They're going to start going crazy and whatever. Like we can't go there. So they managed to get off the ambulance or whatever and do their own thing. Then in the next scene with the dad and the boyfriend, they arrive at the hospital. And so you're like, okay, like we kind of know what to expect now. But it kind of delayed it and delayed it and let, let you just experience it with the dad. Like as he walked in and it's like, right, it's just quiet. Like no one's here. And yeah. similarly to like how it was in Train to Busan, where the military was meant to be set up on the station, when he gets to the hospital and he's looking around, he can't see no one, and then looks around the corner and sees like a whole room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, I just feel like everything was built up very well. Um, yeah, man. I don't know how much more I can say about this. Like, it, do, maybe... it does lead on very well from. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's the it's the prequel, isn't it? It's the prequel to yeah, Spanish, isn't it? yeah. So it leads on very well to uh, Train to Busan. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely does. Definitely does. Whereas an insula can just, you know, go kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could go do something. Yeah. You, you were a half the of only, that one. No, nah, the, the, the only... No, nah, it deserves it. It deserves it. The only thing that kind of threw me off in this one um, mm -hmm. was where at one point, one of the zombies actually showed like a level of thought or intelligence. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? When he, with the seatbelt. Yeah, that, that that got me a bit as well because I was thinking from the three movies we've seen, we haven't seen zombies show a shred of intelligence. Yeah, and for it to notice that its arm was stuck, so pulling away from it to then go and go and attack the guy, that was that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what the point of it was. It kind of threw me off, but yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. But then that. I don't know. It was just inconsistent, like you said, with everything else we've seen up until that point. Mm. Um, but no, even so, even with these minor things, like that, that's one of the only minor things I can I could think of that threw me off. But everything else in this movie, I really liked. Um, like I said, I give this a whole chicken. Um, 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what much more to say about it, to be honest. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, we're going to move on to the fight last and final thing for this little bonus episode. That's almost been running two hours as well. Uh Know <laughs> Dragon's Blood is an American anime epic fantasy streaming television series created by Ashley Miller, uh, who was the executive producer. It's based on Dota 2 a 2030 mobile video game developed and published by Valve. Um, the production was co-produced by Studio Mir um, and Kaiji Boulevard. The series premiered on Netflix on March 25th, 2021. Um, yeah, so it's set in a fancy world following the story of a dragon knight, Davion, who hunts dragons to make the world a safe place. In a battle between demon and dragons, an elder dragon merges his soul with Davion along with a moon princess, Mirana, Davion pursues a journey to stop the demon Terror Blade. He wants to kill all the dragons and collect their souls. Um, yeah, just to quickly say, Studio Mir is a very reputable studio. They've done a lot of different things. They've done um, Keeper in the Age of Wonder Beasts is also on Netflix. Uh, the Death of Superman, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Um, they're based in CL, which is CL, which is interesting since we just did. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, CL. Um, I'm. I had a really difficult time rating this because, like, I liked it, but at the same time, yeah, I didn't know what was going on a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. But I just like I I got some bits, but I didn't get other bits. Uh, I'm gonna give it a whole chicken. Um, the voice acting seemed a bit off for a studio that's normally really good. Um, I don't know if it was one of those ones where I don't because there was something else that I watched that was like made by Americans, and normally you'd expect that to be mean that's gonna have a good voice cast, and it wasn't. And I switched to Japanese and I actually enjoyed it a lot better. I don't think this one had that option. Um, and maybe if it did, maybe the voice, the lips would have synced a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give this a half chicken. What's uh, my? I'm gonna go with you. What's your like surface force, and what would you rate this? <clears throat> well, I think I'll give this uh, a three piece. Um, so me never, me never diving deep into Dota. I think it was a good introductory to just the lore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some, I did look into uh, Dota and realized that actually the characters are based off of, uh, I, I, I guess, legends in in the game, not but very very loosely. So um, you have people with the with abilities that you can say, ah, oh, this person is like this character in the game. This character in the in the series is like this character in the game mm-hmm. um but not but they're not ex- i don't think they were exactly that character yeah um but yeah i think it was a good introduction to the to you know just knowing more about the game i guess um in terms of you know the kind of characters to ex- you expect so you know you have your long-range characters um you have your melee characters and whatnot but more of the series i think it was just a really good series um the way it was animated, the story was nice. Um, you could tell that they were they were looking at multiple um, uh, stories and seeing them sort of merge together in this in the finale was was quite nice to see. I think it was done very well. I don't think it was rushed at all the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that we that we've seen in the past with um, oh, what's it called um, Castlevania. So again. Um, Definitely enjoyed it. Enjoyed the action scenes as well. Mm-hmm. 
um, even characters' motives. I mean, you saw the way the characters grew in terms of um, going from loners to actually wanting to work with people. Um, you know, one of the characters are things that Davion um, being a dragon hunter, and then once he actually is fused with a dragon, he starts to understand dragons more, and he starts to feel a resentment towards people that kill dragons, that kind of thing. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, the voice actor, I think the voice actor, for me personally, I think the voice actor was very, very good. Really? Um, mm. Yeah, I enjoyed the voice acting. I, was, right. I wasn't a fan. I think Castlevania and um, what was the other one that just recently came out? Dragon's Dogma did it much better. Dragon's Dogma, yeah. Yeah, Castlevania and Dragon's Dogma did it much better, in my opinion. All right, because, I, I mean, you, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was really good. I mean, you have uh, Yuri Lowenthal, who was uh, Davion, mm. um, Lara Pulver, Princess Mirana, uh, Tony Todd as uh, Slyrak the Ember. Um, sorry, as Slyrak. Um, and he's been in other movies like, um, say, Platoon, um, Candyman, Day of the Dead, Final Destination. Um, oh, he's man. been he's been in a hell of a lot of movies yeah, as well as doing voice actor stuff. Mm-hmm. So um the voice actors i think were were very very good um josh keaton troy baker yeah just just, um, just looking at the names obviously some of them are like very troy baker was in this yeah, yeah. he played oh, the invoker he's been batman he's been batman and joker exactly exactly so, so i thought I thought, I thought the voice acting was very was, was very well done i mean the cast is the cast are talented hmm. um and for me i thought yeah, sorry, just to cut, I'll, I'll let yeah. you get back on what you're saying. But I thought the voice acting was very well done as well. Mm. And just to kind of touch on what Nana said, where he, where he thought if it was in like um, Korean or, or whatever, it may have synced up more with the mouth movements. But I, I think this was clearly animated to be English because yeah. in a lot of animes, like what the the animation can always be really good, but when it comes to the mouth. They don't like animate the kind of like the mouth just kind of flaps open. Do you know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, 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 and then they're saying whatever they're saying. And whereas in this, it was like when they made like an O sound, you saw the mouth kind of go round. When they, do you know what I mean? Like it was animated yeah. to look like they were what they were actually saying. Um, so I again I. It's a minor little thing, but that kind of yeah added added to the to quality of it as well. Yeah, but yeah. I let, let go on. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and in addition to the to the voice acting, just the fact that it wanted me to learn more about more about the law. Um, not specific, not maybe maybe not for the um, game itself, but more for the series itself. I want to know more about the characters like Terra Blade. Was his story? Mm. Um. And characters like that. So yeah, I'm giving this uh, three piece. Okay, okay, nice. T. Um, yeah. So again, so same as you, um, Nana. I found this quite difficult to um to settle on a rating. Um, I kind of bounced between two ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy it. I did highly enjoy it. Um, I feel like 
for an anime based on a game like involving dragons and dragon slayers and fantasy like this had potential to be quite ridiculous like mm. for lack of a better word but i feel like this was actually quite grounded like it was quite i don't want to say realistic because obviously yeah, there's yeah, dragons yeah. and there's fantasy shit going on but yeah. like the 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 physicality of it was quite realistic like these people were clearly still pretty much human do you know what i mean even though this guy is slaying dragons he knows there's a level of dragon he can't even touch. Yeah. Like, and he can still get beaten up by guys in a barge. You know what I mean? Even though he can be out slaying dragons one day, the next day he could be getting tumped up in a barge. You know what I mean? By mm. dudes. So I thought it was quite like realistic and added to the, the real sense of danger. I think later on, I can't remember what episode it was, maybe episode uh, seven, maybe. Yeah, I think episode seven, when they, um, the group of them got attacked by those dragons, like you really got a sense of the danger. Or in episode um, five, when Davion ends up in the dragon realm, while the dragon has control of his body in the real world, and so mm. you've got the um, the princess and the that her little side friend taking on this dragon like you really got the sense of danger do you know what i mean like it was really um felt like scared for them like they could die at any moment like, and in a way this show kind of kind of was like game of thrones in that even though it had fantasy elements and stuff like like i would say this was to game of thrones like most animes are to Spartacus. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Spartacus was a very stylized, everyone who can fight is the best fighter. And do you know what I mean? They could take on hordes of people. Whereas in Game of Thrones, it's not realistic. And so same, similar to this, I thought like it never got, again, even though there was dragons and shit, it never seemed unrealistic. Like it seemed quite like grounded. Um, and I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. um, I like the characters they all grew on me every single one of them um, I like the like you said as well the character arcs of how Davion starts off as this ghast like dragon slayer and then like learns to um, learns the error of his ways and learns to trust and work with people more um, I like the princess's story the whole story of the goddess and the um the that elf like um sorcerer guy whatever is whatever he was yeah. called uh once i found out his backstory like again like nana said i was confused as well for maybe the first maybe four episodes but once mm -hmm. it all started coming together it it made it all worth it do you know what i mean and it 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 was um it built up to like a final confrontation where it all came together in a really kind of satisfying way. Um, but yeah, I, I'd give this a whole chicken as well. Um, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, oh, looking forward to, I was looking forward to it continuing. Um, uh, season two. Yeah, I, 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 I want more. I want I, more. I, 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 I am, more. I am looking forward to season two just to kind of figure out where everything goes. But like I said, there was just moments. I was just like, I get what's going on, but I don't get what's going on. Like, I know who this character is, but I just said, I was like, don't know who this like, Mm. It, it'll be interesting to see where where they t where where they take it, and um, I'll be looking forward to 
check it out some more. Um, again, just to add on like some things I didn't like here. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the way they did their noses, man. Like, what was up with that? Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't like that either. Like it was so I weird. Like I think they tried to make it so that when they turn a certain direction, it looked like, I guess, three D. Like it popped out like a, a real <laughs> nose. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't work though. Nah, I wasn't a fan. Um, the evil black dragon sounded like Starscream, and that gave me jokes. Yeah. That was that was the point, I guess. Man, he was. As soon as I heard his voice, I was thinking snake, whatever it is. Kill the the mouth was not going to be good, and I was right. Kill the little mouse. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know Starscream was in this. So, like that was a horrible Starscream impression. But I was like, oh, okay. It was, it was, it was all right. You know, it was, was decent. Like, it was a decent impression. I was like, Starscream's in this. I was like, cool. He was just like, just kill them. Kill like everything that came out of his mouth. Just like kill them. Like. I've not even listened to this guy's <laughs> bullshit yet. I just want to kill him. And it made me laugh. For real. Um, and then I love Marcy, you know. Marcy's a G. That's that's the last bit I put in my notes, yeah. Marcy, the little mm. mute girl. She is sick. Like, yeah, I like right? Marcy, she's yeah. on she's on job. Like, she's on job. Yeah, 100%. Um, for me, I, I actually... What really interested me was... Uh, is it Selemon? Selemine and the Invoker, their relationship, because we find out that they had a kid together. Mm. Um, and for whatever reason, I think because of her, he decided to take the daughter and move to that tower. And the whole point of Aussie, like I said, moved move, move to the tower. Um, and then later on, you find out once once the child becomes sick, instead of Selemine being a mother to this child, mm. And do everything in the power to help her. She instantly says, "Well, she listen, she treats her, her daughter like how she treats her her followers." Yeah. Tell me you love me, worship me, and then I will help you. And I was just like, "Dude, this is your this is your daughter. Like, what what do you mean? That like, regardless of the fact that she moved uh, moved due to you, you might not think that way, but she moved and everything like that. She just felt like a like a like a." a control freak do you know what I mean just like someone she needs to have absolute power regardless of whether you're, you're my lover you're my child you're this that and the other to me you are below me so if you want anything out of me you first have to show me the respect the love the duration and then I'll help you yeah. um, so that was also a downfall as well but um, it, was, it was interesting seeing that character arc and seeing that you know she is legit the cause of all the, the reason she's basically the reason why things go south for her because um uh earlier on when we see uh Slemine tell the um I don't I guess her her soldiers to go and attack those um those I I'll, I'll call them forest elves for lack of a better word I can't remember the names off the top of my head um and she tells her general her top general you know what to do to make me proud Right, that's the most vaguest advice of anyone. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. super vague. And then when she does what mm. she does, she's like, "That's not what I told you to do." Like, well, you didn't really give much specifics. No, and actually, before that, actually during that time that she was telling her what to do as well, she said she was going to rage, wage war on these people. So, like, when it comes to war, there's only one thing that's going to happen: people are going to die, right? So, what did you want? And then she turns around and said, there's not what I wanted to do, blah, blah, but you can redeem yourself. I'm thinking, listen, if that was me, mm. right, and I was, go- I was told to go do something, 
and I do what you want, which is to wage war with these people, which means someone's going to die, use my own tactics, because as far as I'm concerned, you approve of my tactics to get these people on board, and then turn around and tell me, oh, I, I disapprove of you, but you know you can redeem yourself. Uh, go out and redeem yourself. How do you want me to redeem myself? By not waging war with these people? And look what happened when she didn't. Um, she decided to keep um, that the, 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 the leader instead of killing her and making her a martyr. She got free and, and, and led the rebellion against her anyway. So I'm thinking, this woman was fucked regardless of what she decided to do. And you know it's all Selemine's fault as well. Selemine just said, okay, these people are no longer worshipping me. I, ha- I feel some type of way about, about it. Let me send an envoy or something to get them back on board. And if they're not on board, that's it. I cut my ties and they didn't receive my blessing or whatever. Cool. Yeah. But she legit caused all this to happen. Caused the invoker her ex-lover mm-hmm. to also feel feels that way because again she didn't save her she didn't save their child. Mm. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like you kind of brought this on yourself. So that was a very interesting. Uh, she was a very interesting character. Just seeing that she's one of those people who would not change regardless of what happened. Um, mm. Yeah, I and I felt the invoker um, became more relatable the more we saw him. So when we first see the invoker. I think this is when, um, uh, what's the name? Is the name? Oh, the one the, the the main forest elf that um, that's able to teleport into the shadows and stuff. Her when initially initially when she meets the invoker, the invoker seems very cold and very almost inhuman. Like he's above. I guess the rest of the races there, it just seems very ab- like above people. Do you know what I mean? I think he doesn't yeah. concern himself with the, with the worries of the mortals or whatnot. So seeing him like that and then find out his story, you're thinking, oh, so that's why he is the way he is. Mm. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought him as a character was actually interesting as well. And him going through, obviously he's grieving. He's trying to make amends with this chick, but this chick isn't having it. So he said, "Okay, if you're not having it, fuck it. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call upon this guy." And this guy, Terrible, just came and fucked shit up for her. Mm. So, yeah, again, I mean, she kind of created her own enemy without meaning to, without wanting to. So, um, yeah, Selene definitely, definitely interesting character. Invoker definitely interesting character. Um, I also think I'll, I'll end with this one as well. Um, I think Davion as the Dragon Knight is also a uh, pretty interesting character. Um, not necessarily him particularly being an interesting character, mm. but it's more the Dragon Knights as a whole. And he's also the introduction to the Dragon Knights because when he meets up with um, one of his, uh, I think it was his idol or something like that here, um, um, another knight who had survived Vishda um, uh, enough, uh, Slarax. Um, attack. Caden, mm. are you talking about? Caden, is that his name? Caden, that's, that's it. Yeah, so Caden yeah. obviously wants revenge um, against Slarak for what he'd done, right? Mm. And I was interested in seeing the, the equipment he used. Like, he legit, he legit fought, killed, and then fashioned armor out of all these various dragons with various abilities, right? And using them against Slarak, I thought that was amazing to see. Um, it sort of brought me into, like, you know, when you play RPGs and each armor gives you a different attribute or something like that, I thought that was sick to see. Um, so him, you know, being, like, strong, um, fast, having these agility boosts, 
even being able to um, sort of jump multiple times in the air. Yeah. I thought all that. I thought that was interesting to see. Um, and also the reason why he does it because also he, he trains the Dragon Knight, but he especially has this vendetta against Slyrak, and seeing that even though Davion is uh, was his squire as that Dragon Knight, a fellow Dragon Knight and whatnot. He still tortured the guy to let Slyrak out so he could fight against Slyrak. And whether that meant that um, Davion died or not, he did not care. So, mm. yeah, I mean, that's the, I mean, yeah, all in all, I'm, I, was, I was happy with this series. Um, so, yeah, my rating stands at three piece. Okay. Uh, T, you want to finish it up and then we're going to call it a night or a day? Yeah. Or an evening. Um, <laughs> um yeah no I, again I, I agree with a lot of what's been said um i like the character arc even caden himself like you said at first was willing to torture this guy and allow him to bring the, the dragon out and he could tell he just wanted revenge and wanted to kill him but then by the end um when he was like he, he was had that little party of people including davion's like squire guy um and then if he's fighting Davion in his dragon form. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, ah, oh, it's gonna go down. Like he's just gonna try to kill him or whatever. And it, but he didn't. He was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the for the boy or something like that. And and did something to him that brought him back to his human form. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like he's now looking out for Davion. He wants to help him mm. get over this dragon disease that he's got or whatever. Um, but no, I just thought, even though I was confused at time. I felt like the progression of the story was good. Like once it all fell into place, like looking back at it, it kind of all makes sense now. Like you said, um, Martin, the, um, mm-hmm. what is his name? That the elf, like sorcerer guy, the invoker. invoker, the invoker. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of manipulated this whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if he was just, was just really quick thinking to mm. where that, the the main elf, uh, forest elf chick, the the orgy um, woman. when she brought no, that the, was funny. The, by the, the pods, way, like, yeah, the pods. That would be joking. Their goddess is to have orgies. Yeah. Oh well, they they have pods in it, so they, it's more than just like a couple. Like, because even when she came back, like they, were, they like when the guy was like, oh, and she was like, not now. I was like, huh? And then when the, when they when they finally revealed, I was like, hey, <laughs> right, gotcha. Yeah, and when that she was, was even, interesting. When she was even like, you not only have one partner. Like she was all confused by it. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. this is some <laughs> some next shit. But um, well, when Davion was like. Do you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe I should have a pod. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> Yo, that was jokes. Mad. Um, but yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, so even... I, I, I don't know if um, the... What's his name? The in, in, Enforcer? What did you say? Invoker. Invoker, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the Invoker just thought really quick on his feet when she brought him the um, the those blue flower lotus, things. Blue lotus the blue lotus and he was like okay i could actually use this to like cause a whole bunch of shit mm. and start a war and then draw the princess out uh, not the princess the goddess out yeah. and then use terror blade to do you know what i mean because he like he had all the information and knew kind of where everyone was and kind of just manipulated this whole 
war to go on and all these people fighting each other just and his end game he didn't care none of nothing about any of that stuff he just wanted to get back at the goddess and when it showed his backstory because at first i was like this guy is the is the prick he's the villain like do you know what i mean but then as it showed his backstory i was like oh shit no like the goddess she's the villain do you know what i mean yeah. like martin like you said she really was the one that caused all of this and she couldn't change her ways like she was just i don't know if it was like vanity or pride or whatever but just like, oh, you, have, both, you, know. you have to love me do you love me and then at the yeah i think it was a bit of both and then and the, at the end that final line to end it on when he was just standing over her and she was murked and he was like do you love me or well, i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah. Was like, that is a sick way to end it where i was like he fucks you over man <laughs> um I think the, the the visuals of the opening credits were really cool. Um, they were a bit different to the actually the, the, the apart from the nose, like which did bother me as well. No, I'm glad you brought that up. But apart from that, I thought this was animated really well. Mm. Um, and again, like I thought it was it was it progressed naturally. Like I love I love when enemies have to team up. And so seeing that elf girl have to team up with the princess and guide them, I thought was really cool. Um, I liked the mechanics behind her shadow teleporting thing is that she has to be in a shadow, teleport to another shadow. And then, but then that box that she had wouldn't teleport with her. So mm-hmm. she couldn't really use that to get out of the situation. Um, I like that. I liked where like people have abilities and powers, but there is limits to it. I don't want it to just be like, okay, well, I'll go Super Saiyan two now. It's like, <laughs> well, that's uh, as gassed as I got when Gohan went Super Saiyan two and Goku went Super Saiyan three. It's like, how many next? There's always like a lot of animes do that where there's always just like a next transformation someone can do yeah. or a next move. Like, well, I've only been using seventy five percent of my power. <laughs> Why? Why don't you just punch him one time with a hundred percent of your power and end the fight? Like, so, yeah, I like that there was um, there was real stakes and and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the the whole the whole scene of her stealing the lotuses when she made all her shadow clones and then she oh, shot yeah. her arrow into the into the into the moon. <laughs> Sorry. And then all those arrows just rained down. I thought that was cool. And again, I like how different powers play off each other. And do you know what I mean? So that was that was really um, done very well. I lo- I love the little the her little the princess's little servant girl, mm. the one that just wouldn't talk. Yeah, and I knew I knew she was about to bring some madness <clears throat> because every time a madness was about to start. She'd stand up and like take a step, and the princess would be like, "No, no, 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 just allow it, allow it." Yeah. Like, and I was chill, like, chill, chill, this chill. little girl that's down for the hype?" Like, show like when she goes, when when she goes, um, oh, your men forgot to disarm me, and then she goes nuts. I was like, "That's your weapon, bro. Not these bow and arrow or nothing. That like, this is her weapon. You forgot to disarm her, you dickheads." Yeah, that was a sick line scene. as well. Oh my days, that scene was filled. <laughs> like the moment she yeah. said that, I was like, "Yes, when the little girl's about to go off." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was sick, man. That mm. was sick. Um, trying to just see if I've got anything else to say that you guys haven't covered. 
Um, yeah, it, it was quite a gore, not, not kind of gory, not like invincible level gory, but like there was a lot of blood and shit and like unexpected deaths that like, yeah. again, kind of had me in, in a shot kind of speechless mode. Like when, when the way Davion gets possessed by the dragon in the first place. Oh took my me by surprise. gosh, I was not ready for that one. I yeah. wasn't ready for that way right? <laughs> because like the dragon seemed honorable. He was like, yes, I'm dying. I don't want to die like this. You know what to do. Yeah. And then he was like, about Just... to get it. I was like, bah! I was like, oh my days. He swings. That was not you, man. Do you know what was day? Do you know what was day? Yeah. <laughs> When he coughed up the guy's ring, and it was like, hold on, <laughs> has, he, has he actually eaten these people? He's like, yeah, oh my days, that was so. <laughs> yeah, that oh. was bad. yeah, but no, th- this whole show, man, was really good. Like things like that, like when the the um, the human chick, the the one that follows the moon goddess or whatever, mm. when she killed all of the elf chicks, orgy pod, whatever, mm. that was that was a deep scene as well. Because, like, I think she was like, oh, um, something like, oh, you, like, she, like, she was down to die for the cause, innit? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'm not going to kill you then. I'll just kill everyone else. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I, I, I kind of like it when villains do that. But then she weren't even the villain. That's the thing. There was no real villain. Yeah. Apart, just... from te- apart from Terror Blade. But. Mm-hmm everyone had their own justified reasons for what they was doing mm-hmm. and i kind of could see it from everyone's point of view so there was no one where i was like oh well you're just a dickhead it was like well you're following your goddess you're trying to get revenge for your daughter's death you're like everyone had their reasons for doing yeah. what they did and again that's that's good writing do you know what i mean it's not like i'm the villain i just want ultimate power it's like no mm. like do you know what i mean they have reasons for what they're doing um I like the description of the um, the eight pillars of the universe or whatever, and that they're all like you've got the four elements, and then you've got the four other things, or whatever, and they're all dragon. They're all like represented in these dragons. I thought that was kind of cool, and that's kind of what led um, Davian to kind of rethink what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then he gets his necklace and his armor, and it's like the necklace can stop you from transforming. And so that obviously later on when he rips that necklace off, you know what time it is. And then the armor stops him from being naked whenever he does transform. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, okay, that's cool. Thank you. I can't keep seeing this guy naked. <laughs> can't keep seeing this guy naked. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, think I've pre- I think we've pretty much covered everything, guys. Like, you, you guys did a good job. Nice. Uh, nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're like me, no, that, whole chicken though. I really enjoyed this. If you're like me, that took forever to watch Train to Busan. It's definitely worthwhile. Um, the sequel mm. animated series uh, sounds like it's also definitely worth your while. These two didn't really enjoy Peninsula as much as I did, but you know I'm a bit of an action junkie, um, and I like mm. some of the John Wick John Wickness of the movie. And um, yeah, though I'm very surprised T gave it a whole chicken. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe when maybe when season two comes out, I might do a rewatch of season one and appreciate a little bit more. But who knows, isn't it? But again, it just might be one. What of did those what did you give it? Didn't you I give it a whole it, chicken I, as well? I, no, I gave it a half chicken. 
Oh, swear, I thought you said whole chicken. No, okay. no, I gave it half chicken. Like, again, there was just, there was elements that I really liked, elements that I didn't. And like, again, being confused and only understanding bits of what's going on. <laughs> Um, just let it down for me and uh, like I said I wasn't mm. as impressed with the voice acting as you guys were um, so again that's another reason why I knocked it down a bit um, mm, but yeah I, I, I'm looking forward to season 2 um, I want to see more of it I want to see more of um, I want to say her name is Marcy I've forgotten her name already um, but yeah I want to get a, a complete story mm. yes 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 alright so this is a special weekend, uh, weekend midweek episode. Uh, we should be back again on Sunday uh, with our King Kong versus Godzilla review, uh, as well as some other crap. Yes. So get ready for that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, yes. Thank you for joining us. Uh, mind say bye to people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Big T, say bye to who you Bye to the people. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. <laughs>